Where is it, Beth? <laughs> Today, we talk about micro-connections. Micro-connections. What are they? Where do you start? Where do you start? Why are they important? Ooh, why are they important? And that kind of led us in a, a direction of growth, of growing relationships. And Jennifer Johnston's special grudge garden. <laughs> I shared too much. She's saying that grudge garden thing with a big smile, but um, it's true. It's, it's hilarious. True. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. It was a little bit close to the mic there. Um, well, see, you were saying all this great stuff about micro yes. connections that I don't think could be repeated. So... I got some of it, but I think we've just totally just, we just have to say, okay, start yes. over. But I agree with everything you said with the, um, something we can do here is really focus on micro connections. And you know what else? I really think that the West mm -hmm. coast does a lot better job of micro connections than the East coast. That's interesting. Cause you've said when in our relationship, you've said at times, you know, that's my East coast side coming through or, or whatever. Tell me, tell me more about that. Cause I don't really know. But now I think it's more like my West coast side coming through. Cause I'll pass somebody uh. on the street, like anybody, we'll take a female, for example. I'm like, I love those leggings. Where right. did you get them? That is okay. West coast. Okay. And that is a, that's a I, micro connection, right? Like I, I, that's lift, lift people, people up. up. You know, sometimes I said to somebody one day, I was like, I don't know if you've heard this today, but your hair is oh, gorgeous. Like just, it. you know, like say things to people that you have no intention. You you don't need anything right. from them. I think that's what makes it really authentic. It's that you are just continuing your day. You're just walking by. Or I live in a very walkable neighborhood. And anytime somebody they're carrying all these coffees or they're having all this thing, you know what I've noticed is that if you ask, can I help you? Or may I help you get the door? A lot of people yeah. say no, right? Because they don't want to be accepting that. So I think probably it's creating the micro connections and then also being aware of them and allowing other people to yeah. connect. I think for me, micro connections are you've, you're being seen. You've, you are being seen by yeah. someone, just you, just in that moment for who you are and that smile or that hello or walking through the office in the morning and, you know, saying good morning or, you know, making eye contact and waving at someone. Um, the, the please and thank you piece that, that we were just talking about, you know, just having the, the common courtesy and the common respect that you are asking in a way that is kind, that you are thanking someone for what they've done and, and that you're giving credit where credit is due. And, and it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, big presentation, you know, it doesn't have to be gushy and all that kind of stuff. It just is a, you know, I was talking to Jessica the other day and she said the greatest thing I wanted to share with you blank, or I was talking to Jessica the other day and she mentioned blank, right. Um, or I heard this really great thing. I, I can't remember who said it, but as soon as I do, I'll come back and let you know it was blank. Right. Just because it, it demonstrates humility. It demonstrates humility. It helps people be seen. And I have a, I feel really icky if I ever 
I don't think that I've ever done this knowingly, but if you do get an idea or a thought or a phrase from somebody and then you bring it as your own and don't give credit, I just think it's yeah. in poor taste. I, I agree. I agree. And I think it if you carry it on and it and you are grateful for it, right? Not that you have to be grateful every single time, uh, but that you give someone that credit. In fact, you know what's funny is I could give you one right now, and I, I won't use a name this time because I know earlier in this episode you had to cut out a name, so I apologize. Um, but there is a person that I just, I she's just, she's so fun. She, she and I were on the same team for quite a while. I, I was her supervisor and um, she said this thing. I loved this. She would say, what the ham and cheese, right? Like to whatever was happening, like she'd hear a crazy story from someone and she'd be like, well, what the ham and cheese is going on? And as you know, I struggle with sailor's mouth, right? Which it probably is, that could be an, a microaggression right there. Because do sailors really cuss? Well, probably not all of them, right? So forgive me for that. But... Um, that's an old saying that, yes, I sometimes use foul language, but I picked up from her what the ham and cheese is going on. Right. And I love it. And, and when I say it, or when anyone laughs at it, I say, I got that from my friend blank, right. AR, I got that from my friend AR because it, it's just endearing. And when I use it and I think about her, I'm again, like at that really wonderful, loving place in my heart that I'm thinking about her. And then also putting out into the world her humor and how she handled things, which I think is just, I think that's really good stuff. I think we we could all do that a little bit more because when you feel gratitude, you feel more joy. And that's the lighthearted side of it. So if we're going to tie it back to leadership, let me just say, in my opinion, there's no exception for a leader to not give credit to the individuals they support when it's their idea. Agreed. I 100 and 20% think you need to be sponsoring every single person you support. So if it was their idea and somebody asks you, even if somebody doesn't ask you, it needs to be clear. You know, and I understand there's certain situations where maybe you can't exactly put the associate's name or you can say my team, but there's going to be a way that you don't need to um, take the credit as the leader. I think, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, as the leader, when the good things happen, your people get credit. And when the bad things happen, it's your responsibility. It's just the way it Absolutely. is. And I think, you know, when we do see it, when we do see leaders in really poor taste not sponsor their people, that's that's just a that's just a magenta flag for me. I, I don't care for that. And then additionally, which I think, you know, you shared a story not that long ago where a colleague actually made what I consider a mistake in that arena and took something you said and replaced it as if it were their yeah. idea. And I just, I just don't, I'm not down no. for that. I, I agree. I don't like that. I agree. And I, I, I think that it, I know it has to do with security, right? Feeling comfortable in your skin as a leader and feeling secure with your place at the table that you can champion your people and say, isn't this an incredible idea? Or wasn't that incredible work that so-and-so did? I, I think that has to do with, you know, how you're feeling in your skin. But I also think that it demonstrates what an incredible leader and coach you are that you, you've hired these people or you're in the situation where you're supporting the work that's going on and you are 
proud of what they do and you are secure in the relationship of the team in saying, you know, this team member brought this to the table or this group did this work. And I think it, I think it demonstrates confidence. And I also think that it demonstrates trust and security that you can champion your people. You can bring them to the table. You can show, highlight the work that they're doing and it reflects, it reflects good on you. You've heard me say this before when someone, you know, pays me a compliment or says that, you know, thanks for bringing up my name. It's like, listen, you make me look good. That's, that's good. You make me look good that you're on my team and that you're doing this kind of work. I want them to know who you are. It could be small things. Like when somebody sends you an email and let's say the idea is in there and you're pushing it where it needs to go, leave their name there. Yeah. Let, let that chain be there. Let them see where that idea originated. Like don't, that. don't recreate it when necessary. I like that. There's small things that can happen that can bring everybody to the table. There's room for all of us. That's it. I really do believe that. And I don't think anyone can take your place, right? I mean, I, I know people will argue that and say, well, so-and-so could fire you and you could, they could, someone could step into your position, but they're not going to do that role in the same way that you did. You're a unique individual who comes to the table with your own strengths and your own talents and your own opportunities. So no one's going to take your place. I think the more that we can show that we value our people, the more invested and the more valuable they feel, of course, right? And, and the more they're going to do that for others. And I think it's really, I think it's important. I have a question for you back to the micro connections. Do you think I heard this once instead of saying, if you're emailing somebody and you're saying, I appreciate the work Mm -hmm. you do versus I appreciate the work you do and you, Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. It's not the output. It's not the productivity. It's you as a human, right? So you're not constantly putting people in this position where they're having to earn their Mm -hmm. worth. I already appreciate you. This was a great product and we will move it forward. And I think that subtle difference is kind of back to the point of making people feel seen. I love that. So I'm going to cut that and play it back for both of us as phone (laughs) tunes. So when our phone rings, we can hear it because that's great advice that we both need to follow because honest to God, we're grinders. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But I do think, you know, this, this idea of, of micro connections, you know, starting to build out these, these little, just tiny little moments of caring and love and, and seeing someone. And it doesn't, it doesn't have like, like we're talking about, it doesn't have to be anything major. It is saying good morning in the morning. It is, you know, it, I, I'm stumbling over my words, but the building blocks of a relationship and of a friendship of a, of a relationship of any kind are about being seen and valued and really making the connections even at a, at a very small or short level so that then you can build on those, right? And you can, you can build more of a relationship. Those, those building blocks are the micro connections. So what's the goal? What's the homework? At least two more micro connections a day for our leaders with people that they're not so inclined. So I'm thinking, you know, we all have individuals that are harder to connect with. Mm -hmm. 
in our team, in our organizations, outsider organizations, all of those things. And I think a micro connection is a nice way to start. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If you're having a hard time connecting with somebody, you're you're really just kind of starting those small olive branches that you're that you're putting out there to see if you showing them that you see them as a human and the value that they bring will perhaps open them up a little bit more and be a little bit easier to work with. Yes, I I do. I think so. Um I and I think too it's you know, it's like you said it's just it being seen. I I you know, starting off the morning my current situation we've had more and more of our staff coming back into the office and they're doing it on rotating days. And you know, I can't get work done at home. So I go to the office every day. It's just, it doesn't work. I can't work from home. So I started when I go in the morning and I'm going to get something out of the refrigerator, right? I'm going to get ice for my iced tea or whatever. I, I say, good morning. I put my hand up. I say, hi, I, you know, I, I do what I can. I don't expect anybody to stop working. I don't expect anything like that. But there was one, um, one corner of the room that never even lifted their head up, right? Never, wouldn't look at me, didn't, didn't have anything to do with me. So I would walk back. I changed the way I walk back from the refrigerator to get the ice to go directly by their cubicles. And I stopped a couple times and just said, hey, how are you guys? Good to see you. You guys are here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, great. And kind of just went on my way, just a quick high and, and on my way. And I noticed them warm up to it in just a couple of days. So I didn't have to go make that extra effort, but just changing the way I walked to be able to get a little closer to them, to make my voice a little softer and to really make sure they knew I was talking to them. I wasn't talking to just the whole room. I, I wanted them to know I'm, I'm saying good morning to you. That changed our little relationship. So it's been these little things these little moments that we can do, they really do make a difference. They really, I mean, 100% make a difference. Do we have any research for the research roundup? I I do. I do have a little research. Um, so micro connections really prime, like get your emotional intelligence um, self-awareness, uh, social competence. It kind of gets it going, right? Because it's its just a little start to being aware of what's going on in the situation, how you're affecting the situation, how you can um, connect, connect with other people and connect with your team. It nurtures deeper, stronger relationships and my gosh, there's so many things on that. In fact, I'm I'm looking at my notes right now, but I know um, Fredrickson, 2009, did a study on it, which is kind of old, uh, older research than what we usually put up. But I'm I'm looking one more place. Um, you know, the other thing that I I'm just as I'm looking at my laptop and sharing the research with you, uh, it nurtures confidence in relationships, right? Which is very interesting to me. Social skills development, all of those wonderful things. It, it nurtures 
confidence in a relationship when people feel seen and heard and have the ability to really make those little small connections in a quick, meaningful way. And one of the things that I'm seeing as I'm looking at the research and I was thinking of earlier, so I'm going to share it here, is that it's also helpful if you connect to yourself before Mm. you enter the space of others. Oh, I love that. So one of the things, and this this is a little bit woo-woo, but I have actually heard it from another podcast I listened to, and then a version of this was in Michelle Obama's book, uh, her most recent Mm. book, which is her uncle did it in the morning, I believe, if I am remembering correctly, where you greet yourself in the mirror. So every morning her uncle would wake up and he would say, hey, buddy, just this nice, just like, you know, like you would a friend, right? Like you can do it. It's another day. And in the book she shares not that it doesn't have to be this grandiose, like we can do it. Everybody's going to have a good day. Like it's, it's, it's just this general neutral, like, Hey buddy. And then the other thing I've heard is that you really connect with your own brain when you wake up in the morning and you kind of give yourself a fake high five in the mirror and it puts off these like confidence Mm -hmm. neurons that like, Hey, I can do it. So whatever version of that works for you, but just something to say that you see yourself every day and that you're showing up again puts you in a position to want to connect with others in a, in a really healthy way. I love way. that. As you were talking about the high five, it made me think about, I think it's, it's Mel Robbins, I think is one of the authors that's done some research um, around that, which I think is really cool. And and I'm I'm with you. I, I don't know that I could do that. I think it probably takes a lot of practice to get comfortable with it. But to just take that moment, that deep breath and, and connect with yourself be able to talk to yourself as kindly as you would to a stranger, right? That's that's important because those voices in our heads, man, they're wicked, right? They are wicked. They can say some pretty mean things. It's It can be a yep. bad neighborhood. <laughs> bad neighborhood can happen. But I, I do think when you're, when you're out in the wild or you're at the office or whatever and you see somebody and they have their head down or they're not socializing or they're not sharing positive emotions, something's going yeah. on. You know, it's not you. It's not you. And if it's hard to connect, if you can as the leader to create empathy. And I, I want to kind of circle back to one of the things you said. Um, I'm, I'm not going to remember the exact quote, but it is tricky as a leader because you can understand what somebody is going through and not be able to accept the negative ramifications. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because you can come in and want to create that micro connection and you know you're creating that positive atmosphere and if they're on your direct team and they're not responding to any of that and they're not utilizing that with anybody else on the team that's going to then create kind of some toxic behavior and you can be empathetic but you're not going to be able to let it continue Mm. yeah right unfortunately and that's hard because we can all say we've been there we understand i'm talking like any any everything from a domestic situation to a death in the family to a personal evolution. I don't know. There's so many things that people go through, yeah. right? You, I mean, just different things every day. And it matters. Of course. And there's proper channels to help deal with it. But you can't always turn the other way when it's impacting the team or the business. So I don't know where that all fits in, but I, I just think that not everybody's able to 
reciprocate or receive some of the micro connections. And if they're specifically on your team, like not strangers in the world and they're not connecting with the other team members, that's probably another episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think taking stock of your relationships that you feel maybe are a little more distant and maybe targeting those over a period of time for just those instances. And I mean like an instant of, hi, right? Good to see ya. And then even thinking about how you can do micro connections with new team members, right? Because that's, we're giving them training, we're getting them onboarded, we're doing all of this stuff for them or even to them. But are we making the connection with them as a team member, as a person who's now being indoctrinated into this purpose? So I think that may be another place where we we could really start practicing these skills. I think those are the easiest. Yeah. Right? Because there's no there's no past. Yeah. That's true. It's, new team members. It's when you've right. It's new. They're probably coming with their best intentions. That to me is easier than over time. People are really working against their own history. True. And sometimes that can be challenging to overcome. And then you get possibly in a position either as a colleague or as a team member or mm -hmm. as a leader where you've hardened your heart a little bit for whatever reason. Maybe you needed to, right? People do things that are really questionable. And then you're still in a position where you need to have some level of connection and restarting the micro connections, I think is harder when there's a past. Mm. At That's least for me. Interesting. Trust is, Trust a, big is one. a big one. And I know we've talked about this before, the the Stephen Covey book that talks about, you know, the speed of trust and how how it is these small deposits into the trust account over time that's that slowly accumulate to a feeling of trust between two people and that you can really with just one act can just kind of withdraw all of that trust from the relationship and then you have to start it all over again. But I, I kind of think of the micro connections in that way, right? It, it putting, putting it, it back, back in, in right? Deposits, deposits back in of, you know, small moments of kindness and connection and being able to, you know, it, whether it's the way you're sharing information, uh, and hey, and you know, you said something earlier about the email. I'm even thinking, you know, sometimes when a relationship deteriorates for me, I get very short in an email. I'm not saying, how are you? I hope you're well. How are you and the family? Or, you know, I'm not just, I'm not opening it up like that. I'm just kind of like a, hi, so-and-so. And then boom, I'm like right into it. So maybe that's where it starts. Maybe, it, and that that's not even a face-to-face -face interaction. Maybe that feels safest in being able to start that process again and kind of renew the relationship and the connection in different ways. Okay, I have a I have a yeah. question for you. Be okay. honest. I, be I honest. Would be honest. Yes. Okay. So so uh Brene Brown also does the marble jar, right? You put the marbles in just like you put the money in, same yes. concept. So let's say you've been making deposits, you've been putting your marbles yeah. in, everybody's copacetic, you think you're moving along, and then you see this individual in a different mm -hmm. setting. 
and they don't acknowledge your presence. Are you are you still depositing starting Monday? I see them in a different setting and they don't even acknowledge my presence. Or they do something that's counterproductive to what you've been Mm. attempting to build. That tells you, no, no dice. They're not interested in connection. You know, I, you know, I'd have to have a conversation about it because, you know, you can't have too many conversations. You, you would be, yes. Oh, you, definitely. That would be a call. She would be like. Yes, it would be yeah. a call probably first to you as the work bestie. And then Rose would be, Rose displeased. Would be displeased. And then it would be a conversation <laughs> with the person. Like what the ham and cheese is going on, right? To quote good old AR. Yeah. Thank you again, AR, for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yes, there would have to be a conversation. And and I, it, it may be context, you know, why? what happened and why it may be sharing how it made me feel. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I I definitely think that would be a withdrawal of, you know, of the, or even a, a bump in the relationship. Right. I, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, I think that happens a lot more than we know though. And we, you know, we're constantly asking people and teams to continue to build those bridges. And just over time, it gets old when people aren't accepting those connections and they're constantly coming back without acknowledging those connections. I'm right now in my mind, I'm thinking different divisions within an organization, right? You're trying to build that trust. So if I'm, if I'm hearing you right in an organization where maybe different departments are, are reaching out at different times to build stronger relationships, to share information differently. And then you're not, it's not being reciprocated is what I'm hearing. You're, you're kind of feeling like done. Think anytime you're putting yourself out there for, to build a relationship and it's not valued or it's not, someone's not meeting you with that same energy it can hurt a little bit. It can sting, right? It, it can be something that makes you uncomfortable. The other person can't change the way you feel about that. Only you can. Only you can change the mindset that I'm going to attempt in good faith to continue to build this relationship because it's important to me. If they're choosing not to do that, that's on them. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm doing anything that's inauthentic or that's more energy than I would give to anyone else. But I'm also not going to pull myself back and withdraw that energy from one particular person that maybe for their own reasons, it, it, it comes down to, are you really trying to build a relationship or are you trying to manipulate someone? Is it, you know, what is it about for you? as, as the leader and as a person and wanting to treat or, or your, your team, team and, and wanting to treat people equally. I, I hear what you're saying. And I, I don't, I don't think it's easy, especially with those people that you've had some, some history with. And, and please, you know, how many times have I called because you? The community, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. She just, yeah. like, needs to be honest. Cause you know, she, the grudge yes, garden. The grudge sometimes garden. planting in the Absolutely. grudge garden. You aren't micro connecting to those people. You're you're you know no, burying. See, I don't I don't think that's true because I don't cut people off 
I'm still, I am still respectful. I am still there in the team doing the work with them long term. So there may be a choice where I'm like, mm. it's a secret grudge garden. <laughs> no, no. Not Which secret, arguably but worse. I think it it my little grudge garden helps me when I look at those beautiful little flowers. Um, it helps me to remember when I've been too when one of my values has either been I don't know violated in some way, um, and that we just don't we don't have the same value in in one manner or another or if there's just been a level of rudeness but i would say you know i i i'm not a doormat but i i think i'm pretty good at handling even in those meetings and i and see kind i'm going to be respectful but i'm also going to meet you with a, the level of energy that you're coming at me with so and and not in a mean or disrespectful way but um, you know, there's, there are boundaries. The reason I brought yeah. any of that up was just, I don't want this to sound like Pollyanna oh, Kumbaya not because easy. we're only looking at it through our lens. And there are so many situations out there that not all rainbows and no, unicorns. You know no, what you're right. And, and it's, it, it never is when it's human relationships, right? Like it's just, it's, ne it's, not as good as dog relationships where you just, that is all rainbows and unicorns. But with human people, we have, we have all these challenges. That's the good stuff too, but it's hard. It is. Really good TED Talks out there on micro connections. So I, I would recommend those. Um, and I think again, you know, it's just, it's, it's the beginning. It's the building blocks. It's the, it's the common respect this just the short interaction i see you we're we're you know we're here together hello good morning whatever it may be that just kind of starts you off hopefully down that down that path and when relationships have gone awry going back taking it all the way back down to starting with those safe little micro connections is a really good way to start to rebuild so there's lots of good stuff out there about it and not only what it does for your relationships, but what it does for you as an individual. So I, I think we got to, we got to challenge okay, people to so go out there and, and get those micro connections going. What? Two a day? Two, two a day. Two new ones two a day? Two new ones a day. I like that. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Okay. That's the homework. There you go. There you go. All okay. Right. Until next Yay. time. Big love. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.